Hey there, Evil Man listeners. It's me, Michael, from the podcast. And I'm just here to say that on Friday, March 17th, a.k.a. St. Patrick's Day, Irish, there is a show that I'm co-hosting with the hilarious comedian and former Evil Men guest, Jackie Pirico. It's called Precious Moments, and it's happening at 9 p.m. at the Transact Club in the Annex in Toronto, the famous Annex neighborhood. And we've got an amazing lineup this month. It's uh, me and Jackie hosting, and we're welcoming Chris Sandiford, James Hartnett, also from Evil Men, Pat Thornton, and Bella Campbell. It's going to be a fantastic night. And I've put the link to the tickets in this episode's show notes. It'd be great to see you there if you can make it out. Hello, everyone. And <laughs> I forgot what to say. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Evil Men. Crime, corruption, greed, mayhem, terror. Oh wow, you painted a nasty picture of a society that might be a real thing in the future. Violence. Or it could be like the subtitle for the podcast. Evil yeah. Men, colon, crime, greed, Whatever oh all the stuff you said. Enter the evil men colon. Oof. Where crime and greed <laughs> and destruction and mayhem sludges out. Oh, man. I would love to enter the evil men colon. You guys <laughs> ever had a colonoscopy? No. Oh, I've had two. Two? You're, yeah. oh, you're being greedy a bit there. I, I know. I love, I love them. I just can't get enough. Um, is that when the doctor opens up your butthole and yodels into it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if there's an echo, you're good. Um, yeah, I've so had you're two. addicted to them. I'm, I'm not addicted, but yeah, you know, it's it's something I do uh, once every few years just for fun, <laughs> and it's like going to Vegas with your buddies, but right. a little different. Right. We're actually here to have uh, what's it called? An intervention. An intervention for you <laughs> because of how you're addicted to colonoscopies. <laughs> you're using, you're blowing all your money on them. Free. Uh, They're you, free, dude. Or you're We're blowing, in Canada, bro. You're blowing money on that goop you have to drink for 24 hours before the colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, true. What is it? Um, you, you have to drink basically an extreme laxative. Uh, actually, you can take a pill. And then for the day before your colonoscopy... This pill makes you clean out, and this one makes you shit. <laughs> uh, you have diarrhea all day, until at the end of the day, it's just water coming out, and then you know there's nothing inside. And then the next day, you go in, and they knock you out, or they stick a needle in your arm, and you fall asleep, and you wake up, and they're like, okay, colonoscopy's done. It seems like a parade. They knock you out with a billy bat. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like hit you on the head. It sounds like a parade of indignities. It's not the you're... coolest, sexiest thing of your life, but they're right. important to do. Don't be. Af- I will say, if you're putting it off, don't be afraid. It's really not that bad. Yeah. I mean, the actual mm-hmm. procedure is nothing. You fall asleep. You wake up. It's over. You don't feel a thing. Right. The day before having diarrhea all day is not great. <laughs> not... I'll probably go get one soon. Yeah, we're probably about the age. Yeah. Get, get in there. And you know what? I would love to come in with you. Actually, are you allowed to bring a buddy? You are. Well, I don't know, but we could ask. Hey, this is my colon buddy. It's Chris, uh, and I brought another one as well, James. What if the two hey. of us? What if we recorded a live Evil Men at Chris's colonoscopy? It's kind of like how good. Tom Green 
made a show of yeah. his nut getting cut out. Right. right. Yeah. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. No, we'll <laughs> do it. he tweets really positive stuff every day on Twitter, nonstop. Does he? Yeah, he's really positive. He's living a happy life. Isn't Shout he, out to Tom Green. Isn't he living happy in life. a van or, or something? Like, No, well, seriously. I thought yeah, he said he... Yeah, I think he's he, like yeah. traveling around and being happy with a dog. That's cool. Yeah. Even though when I would tweet at him, he'd never respond. Or <laughs> did you know <laughs> him? Nice. Did you? Did he know you a bit? No, I never. I no. think it's because I met him like superficially, but that's it. I think he only interacts with other one bald uh, men <laughs> on Twitter. I am one bald man. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the testicle no. version. Do you guys feel your balls in the shower? You're supposed to. Mike, don't. This is you know you're no, no. actually supposed I mean, to feel your I'm, balls. I'm for just laughing because lumps. I. Maybe I feel them so much that I don't even <laughs> lather up the soap or put shampoo on myself. At a physical, my doctor told me, once in a while in the shower, just reach down, feel around. If you notice a lump, come in. So I once in a while, I go down. I thought I had a lump in my, on one of my testicles. Yep. And he felt it and like was like, come on. <laughs> he was like disappointed that he had to see my... Uh, penis you call that a fucking lump well yeah. what did he say he's like this is just a this is just a gummy bear he's like this is a trick for me to just feel your balls isn't it <laughs> and then it was a sticker he put a sticker no he was balls. mad yeah he gave me a sticker and a lot yeah, you, you make an appointment every two weeks for him to feel your balls <laughs> yeah nah i swear there's something again <laughs> yeah <laughs> or maybe it's actually by my butthole i'm addicted to getting my doctor checked for a lump on my balls yeah, no, I check for a lump on my balls in my bedroom hmm. while hmm. when I'm trying to give myself fellatio. <laughs> so you just do the blow your own dick to get your eyes over there to see. That's the thing. Right. Once you're there, gosh, then you could look. I actually have never done that. And blow, also, suck your own dick? No. What? <laughs> do you do that before your colonoscopy? <laughs> but I really hate it how people are like. Like they do, th- like they do it, or they've admitted they've done it. I kind of don't believe. I mean, Why I the guess. Fuck, would mm. you do that? I'm with you, a hundred percent. That's not a shaming, is it? I mean, if it is, <laughs> I don't know what to do. We get Sucking a- your own dick, shaming that. <laughs> Everyone cancels their Patreon subscription. <laughs> That's um, too far, dude. <laughs> yeah, I completely no, I just, like, am with you. Yeah, like I, I don't think it would be. I know exactly what you're saying. It doesn't seem worth the trouble. Mike, yeah, would you suck your own about. dick if you could? They, they uh, paint it in movies and stuff or TV shows like a, a dopey guy. That's his dream to be able to Yeah, and sometimes himself. it's wedged into a show that it sort of doesn't need it. Like, yeah. for instance, in the, um, uh, episode three of Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what does this have to do with the, like, the plot? I All thought right. the writers, yeah, they took license there. <laughs> like, right. if, if the I was in that situation... And all this radiation was around. Everyone I knew was dying. I wouldn't go like, let me see if I can try this. Well, one of the first responders from Chernobyl, if I don't know if James has seen it, Only is in a, a hospital bed. Yeah. This is episode two. Hmm. Basically melting from uranium-drenched Oh, it's awful skin. what happened to it's those people. It's disgusting. It's awful. It's really frightening. Yeah. But he asks his wife <laughs> to give him one last fellatio. Hmm. And she says no. But before she even finishes saying no... He goes, fine, I'll fucking do it myself. 
Yeah, and I was like, what does this have to do with the story of Chernobyl? Yeah. Like, it was interesting. And then was it was it intense, long... but a yeah. different type of intense yeah, yeah, than yeah. what happened at Chernobyl. Did, did yeah. it just fast forward to after the self-filating, or no. did they show the whole... It was like twelve a 12-minute 12 scene. Yeah. It really dragged. Stellan Skarsgård walks yeah. in and goes, I'll ask you something <laughs> later, I guess. I'll and come back later. I'll come like, back later. Stop. <laughs> it was like, Mr. Gorbachev is coming. Stop doing that. Ding. Uh, <laughs> One penis makes you whatever. Anyways, I feel like I should look up if it's possible while we're talking about it. I don't really. This is a know. disgusting podcast. We're having Whatever. a nasty intro. Yeah, nasty. that's fine. I'm not even worried Boys. about it. I feel like this is a two live crew album <laughs> and not a podcast. Honestly, for people listening, yeah, it's called Evil Men, but it was very close to being called as nasty as we want to be. <laughs> Um, yep. Is it? Let me just look up. Can you self-filate Reddit? Reddit is always a good. I'm sure they'll have some nice answers. <sighs> How to suck yourself? I think if you're flexible enough, you can. I think it's just a matter suck of suck yourself. Yeah, suck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's that from? I don't know. Express yourself, oh, yeah. Madonna. <laughs> Suck yourself. <laughs> hey, you got hey, to hey, just hey. suck your dick. <laughs> We do the music. Ooh, you've got to just. Oh, that's Vogue. Oh, right. Sorry. I get them all mixed up. <clears throat> no, I... we did. You did. Right. Uh... Express yourself as hey, 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 hey. If so you... if you want it right now, uh, let me show you how. <laughs> Suck what you got. Baby, ready or not. <laughs> Suck yourself. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> here's a, a post on Reddit. You've got to make him <laughs> suck himself. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh. Express Yourself was about boys not really being able to express themselves because we're hardcore men that yes. uh, keep a stiff upper lip and all that. Yeah. Suck Yourself was about kind of the same thing. <laughs> There's a sort of AMA on Reddit where someone says, I'm 18 and I've been able to perform autofellatio my whole life. Yeah. I do it on occasion, but, whole life. but not every time. All yeah, 18 really. years. It's a, it's a young I, man's game. He's, <laughs> he says, yeah, true. He says, I have a fairly flexible body as it is and must. an above average penis size, so those help. Oh. Well, must be well, nice, young great. man. Yeah. Lucky duck. He just gets to roll around on the floor like a ball all day. <laughs> does, does someone else comment like, I'm very inflexible and I have a small penis. <laughs> My life is a living hell. <laughs> I'm an incel. <laughs> Someone in the comments wrote, how much does Barnum pay? And then the guy wrote, not sure what this is a reference to. Barnum and Bailey, you stupid 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to suck your own dick, but you don't know any history. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to autofillate, but you can't fucking go to any circus anytime soon. Someone <laughs> you don't know what it is. Someone asked him, have you ever been caught? And he goes, no, thankfully, haha. Nobody has ever caught me. I think it'd be rather awkward to explain as I'm pretty much curled into a ball with my dick over my head. One time my dad walked in, but he thought I was just mooning the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Over my head? Yeah, you you show it it that way. Okay, You show that ceiling, son. (laughs) Yeah. There's a picture of uh, Clinton. uh, (laughs) Hillary. Unless it's like in Teen Wolf where the father's like, son... Hmm. I can do it too. Because when the dad turns into They both a turn into yeah. werewolves and suck themselves. <laughs> now, this is going to get graphic. <laughs> this is already the most graphic, disgusting. Yeah. I'm sorry. Someone everybody. asked him how he finishes. 
And he oh, said, boy. I normally finish in my mouth, even though I hate the taste. It mm. feels better that way. Oh, God. This guy sounds like he's going to have one stand-up joke that he does forever. <laughs> Look, CBC, I, I was on Because <laughs> News last week, and they shouted out our podcast a bit. Did Gavin they? What did. what did Gavin say? Uh, the great, hilarious podcast, Evil Men, when he oh, mentioned nice. me. That's yeah. nice. And we know people that work there, and it was very nice of them to give us a shout-out. And this is the first episode coming out after that shout out. I just want to say, suddenly there's like thousands of um, CBC radio listeners who've tuned into this podcast, and all they're hearing is three disgusting uh, street urchins talking about foulness and filth and perversion, right? Well, I'm a street urchin, baby. Well, the thing is, yeah, I think defund evil men is going to start trending on Twitter soon. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, good point. But, you know, it's just we're not always filthy, but some, once in a while we go where the wind blows us. Of <laughs> yeah. Choose your words carefully. Oh, Even if it's your gosh. own wind. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've become... Uh, I, I find that when there's a lot of snow and winter weather, my mind gets filthy, so that maybe that's what happened because there's like a snowstorm. If you're just tuning in now from the CBC recommendation, <laughs> man, that weather is... It's March now. Go away, winter weather. Am I right? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> hey, old man Winter, get on your snowmobile and get the fuck out of hey, here. Hey, blizzards, take off, eh? <laughs> well, yeah, we've had five blizzards in like two weeks, basically. We, did, we basically didn't have snow all goddamn winter. No. And now in the last month, we're getting fucking snowed on like it. nobody's business. I hate it. Ah, it's not that bad. It's so lame. And James, you and I are opening for an American friend from L.A., Tomorrow yes, and night. Hopefully, so he's going to be on the pod. Too. When this comes out, it'll be passed. But it's I'm, times I'm like this. I'm opening for Brittle Star. Sorry. Oh, sick. Well, Brittle Star knows. See, that's the thing. <laughs> it is genuinely. I mean, you know, we're Canadians that decided to stay in Canada. We didn't do the move like all of our well, famous friends did. And not famous well, friends. Well, well Mike did move <laughs> for a bit. Well, <laughs> Mike has lived in London and L.A. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes, and I I reached... Here's what happened. I left Canada, and I said, I'll go to London. I immediately reached the heights of the entertainment industry, and I got bored, came back to yeah. Canada, tried the same in L.A., immediately hit the heights of... Went as far as you could go in show business. Right. Had to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, the challenge in Canada is yeah. what excites you. Yeah, the challenge yeah, Mike doesn't like it easy. Even he likes, make five bucks yes. he likes, doing comedy. He likes yeah. having to do hard to get. Yes, very hard mm. to get. So hard to get that sometimes you can't even find me. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is a true emotion that Excuse I possess. Me. I'm about to express myself. Ooh. But when hey, American hey, hey. comedian friends are visiting, especially mm-hmm. from the West Coast, L.A., especially, mm-hmm. uh, I am embarrassed if our weather is brutal when they show you up. You know what? I know exactly what you mean. I'm embarrassed. and, and I literally texted Andrew Yeah, Andrew today. Mikan. Stand and I up, said, "Funny stand up." Oh, are you doing? Because his podcast is called Podcast, but outside. And I was like, "Are you doing it outside?" Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a coin flip in March, you know. And he's like, "Yeah, we are." And in my head, I'm like, "Oh, I wish you came in May or June or July. Or yeah, anytime up to October." But March. that's the thing. I feel apologetic for our crappy. I weather, do too. Winter weather. Um, but yeah, the weather sucks, eh? You know, I gotta be honest. For me, it's more light. 
So when that hour went ahead on Saturday, my life's changed. Right. You're I can live. With, I don't mind the cold that much. I don't mind the snow that much. James? If it's light, I don't give up. Did oh, you? That's true. Did you do a little dance and go? I basically did. I basically did. And you know, there's politicians in the states and Canada who are trying to eliminate the hour going back. Farmer's clock. And I would like, (laughs) honestly, if they eliminated the hour going back, I'm not even kidding. I would probably tear up and cry because (laughs) I'm not even kidding. In November, I'm depressed for two weeks. Like, it really fucks me up. It's true. You walk around, and I'm not uh, exaggerating here, no hyperbole. Walk around with a gun in your mouth, going. Yeah. I may as well. Yeah, yeah. And Giving the finger but here's to the, the gray skies. Problem. <laughs> so there's mostly politicians being like, "Let's never put the hour back." But then there's a small group of other fucking politicians who I hate, yeah. who are like, "Let's never put the hour forward." Yeah, but you know who they're in the pocket of? Who? Big farmer. <laughs> oh, you're That's right. That's what it is. It's the farmer's claw. Well, it is also like. Health sleep experts who say it's not good if it's light late. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Whoa, James. I, I can't. It, when it gets dark at five, I can't do it. Speaking of regimented, James, on the other hand, goes to bed at 3 a.m. every not so, 3 a.m. So for it to be light late, that's not an issue. It's true, but I do. I am definitely a later person. <laughs> later person. Later to rise, too. Oh, yeah. Later to rise. But, I, but I will, if I have work to do. I will feel way better doing it at like 8, 9, 10, 11 rather than like before lunch. During the day? Oh, way more. Wow. Yeah. I can, I, I'm kind of energized first thing in the morning, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine you, if they decide to keep daylight savings time, mm. you being one of those guys drives his truck down to the Capitol with a loaded full of guns and you burst into the. Uh, the halls and firing, uh, shooting everyone you see because you're like, I don't want. I think I'm gonna, James. This summer at Cause Parliament, mass shooting. At... <laughs> this summer at Parliament, are we gonna see you outside? I in a swear Mr. to Turtle God, pool? if there was like a rally to never put the hour back, I swear to God, I'd go. You'd be fully like you join. Like, I honestly a would. It would change guys. my life. I'm yeah. not kidding. I know there's some people. Gwyn Phillips, my friend Gwyn Phillips, our mm. friend. I talked to her and I talk about this. She has a seasonal affective disorder too. I hope I'm not outing her on this. Uh, She just, or she she thinks she might. She hates it when it's dark. I'll put it that way. Her and I have a thread with each other where we talk about it. That it's hard in the winter. Wow. Yes. James. Well, I think I have a problem with. Okay, well, we'll include <laughs> you in dark the dark winter in too. The you should publish this correspondence about how you don't like when it gets dark. Oh, Mike. <laughs> yeah, are these letters going to be published after the two of you pass like away? Like Kurt Cobain's. The James and Gwyn correspondence. <laughs> like, what's I'm fine it? with Ele- that. Uh, who are those? The monk and the nun who wrote to each other, Abelard and Eloise, in the did they love each other? Times, Unrequitedly. Well, they mostly talked about how they were annoyed hmm. by daylight savings time. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, no, I'm not inferring. <laughs> you you guys are both spoken for. You're good friends. I know that. I didn't mean yes. to infer anything. Yeah. No, no. We're just friends. Yes. James, okay. And listeners can't see this, but James is pacing back and forth, fuming. His nostrils are flaring, and he's doing that thing that guys do where they like punch their palm. Yeah. Yeah. And he keeps going to the window and looking up at the sky. Yeah. Because it's getting darker. No, no. I'm good now. But it's you, not, it's six forty PM and it's bright as fucking hell. No, no, I'm fine. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably gonna be bright until seven twenty. James, I'm you, good. I'm gonna christen you with a new nickname. Mm. Mr. Sunlight. I'm fine with that. When I 
like I mean I'm not going to keep going down this road, but it's it genuinely it's like it totally affects my goddamn brain. Sad. Is this what you guys wanted to talk about when you said we have something <laughs> no. to talk about? <laughs> we have a good thing. It's also a bit nasty. Nasty? Mm. Are you okay with that? Well, we've already been nasty. Well, it's one more nasty part. Well, okay. Mike, you had a really funny story you told me on the drive over. Well, here's the thing. You know who makes my favorite iced tea? Nasty. <laughs> Take the nasty, nasty plunge. Mm. Um, listeners, you may have heard us recently uh, over the past couple months. We in the intro sometimes it gets a little crude and rude. Specifically lately, there's been a lot of. James talking about bathroom stuff, bathroom I problems. I always do. I always do. Bathroom events, bathroom drama. And we thought it'd be nice to give you a break from James talking about bathroom stuff. So this week, I'm going to tell you a story about my toilet. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about my bathroom stuff instead of James. Oh, yeah. You have your own toilet all to yourself. I have a personal toilet. And something happened last week that made me feel insane at the end of it when I figured out what was going on. So in the morning, I have a routine where I'm like usually rushing out the door. I use the bathroom in the morning, cards on the table, hmm. uh, hands washed on the table, and um, two times... Maybe take all this off the table. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> thank Fair you. Fair enough. Last week, I came home two nights in a row, and I went home, and I had to do a number one. No. No, that's, that's pee, Don't correct? worry about it. Yeah, don't that's worry fine. about it. And get, I, out of, get all the salt, sodium out. Yeah, and as I... <laughs> I'm climbing up the stairs going, time to get all the sodium out of me. Uh... And then I opened the toilet to do it, and I was like, oh, there's something in here. Uh, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I always flush the toilet. I'm very... There was a shite. <laughs> from Direct from Scotland. It's <laughs> so a shite. And so you go up, there's shite in your toilet. And I, I flush it, and I was like, there's no way that was me. I always flush it. I'm very diligent This is about actually that. scaring me. And then it happened, like, the next day at the same thing. I came home at the end of the day. And there was like a thing in there, and I was like, "Am I going crazy? Someone is coming." I would in. be afraid. Someone lives like, in your attic. Someone's or something. Someone's coming into my apartment and taking a dump. Shite. Taking. A Imagine shite. it was like in Parasite. Mike would be so mad. Like, I'm not an elite. Why yeah. are you doing this to me? Yeah. You can come out. Yes, Canadian. I parasite. support the working man. <laughs> and then I was. Like, this is crazy. Someone's breaking in here and like leaving me a message. And like, I was like, I have to call my landlady. Uh, I have oh to my leave. god, you were going to call your like, landlady? Her? I was like, someone's breaking in here. Does someone, does someone else have a key? And then That would have like, been so embarrassing. I was like, I need to like, get a camera when I leave to like leave this it running. Scary. See who's coming in here. And then the next morning I was like, I'm going to be very... I'll make sure. So I flushed the toilet like five times before I left. Made absolutely certain that it was, that it was clean. <laughs> and I got home that night and I was like, oh. And it happened the next day as well where there was nothing. I was like, oh, I guess it was just me who'd forgotten to flush the toilet. <laughs> Sometimes, no. But you know what? Okay, that's not that scary, I guess. Can I throw out but one? But sometimes you do do a quick flush yeah. and walk away. Yes. And it doesn't actually complete yeah, that's the full true. flush. No, Mike, it that's happened to me a couple times at my It's my a new newer place. toilet for me, so maybe it's a this double flusher. Well, let me just say... A great sitcom premise would be Mike's worried about this toilet situation. He sets up a camera in his bathroom to catch the guy. 
then Mike goes on a date and forgets to turn the camera off or hide the camera. Oh, she uses no. the bathroom, thinks you're a pervert, videotaping her. I'm not, And then though. she calls the police on yeah. you, and then you go to jail. And you know what the show would be that that gag happens in? Yeah. It's called. It's like a remake of Perfect Strangers, uh-huh. but instead of co- uh, Cousin Larry and Balky, it's Mike and a piece of shit that won't go away. <laughs> Cousin shit coming this spring to CBC Gem. Shit, you Mike embarrassed in the, me in front of Daphne. <laughs> Mike and the turd. <laughs> no, but just to be clear, I would never set up a video Mike camera. Mike and the shite. Mike and the shite. No. Baby, come back. Mike and the shite. <laughs> um, but yes, I just to be clear, I would never set up a camera in the toilet with, and invite someone over and not tell them it was there. Uh, with that, I would never would set that up a camera you at all. Okay, you know how like J- Chuck Berry and guys have been caught yes. putting cameras yeah. in toilets and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There was a Canadian actor. No, who he was wasn't accused. Canadian. Sorry, he was an American on a Canadian actor yeah, yeah. who was on a Canadian show who was accused of videotaping the tenants of his apartment. I think. Yeah, I I don't know the where they're at with legally with that one. Yeah, yeah. but anyways. I would never film people like on the toilet because what? nope. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but uh, my preference is not for toilet stuff. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, th- Chris. Yes. I don't want yes, to fucking see my toilet language. stuff. Amen. Amen. Now, yeah. yeah, like obviously, I'd never do it. In I'd any hide case. a camera somewhere else. <laughs> but yeah, I'd at the bottom I'd of put a bed. It the bottom of a bed. I'd put <laughs> it in the in the, the the dresser in the bedroom in the middle of the boudoir. Yes. I yes. don't really need to see even the most beautiful, lovely lady going to the toilet. No, I don't. I don't. understand that. If I'm Chuck taking on Barry. the mind of a person. Is Chuck Berry still alive? No, he died a few years ago, but he did. Uh, R.I.P. I think go to jail one time. One Check of the this times out. He went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a little camera, going to stick it in the toilet, okay? <laughs> go, go. Go to the toilet, go. <laughs> oh, no reason, just go. <laughs> toilet be good. <laughs> oh. No fair reason, just go. <laughs> if you hear a noise coming from the toilet, just pay no mind, it's nothing really, believe me. Whether it's a shit or a little piss, you gotta just do it. Trust me on this. <laughs> We're down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. There's the best toilet that you've ever seen. <laughs> Put a little camera right next to their feet. And watch the ladies go pee pee pee. Go go. Go in the toilet. Go. Toilet be good for me. <laughs> you know those like old guitar rockers. Oh man. Watching a movie that came from my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Riding around in my toilet mobile. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Guys, before we get to the evil man this week, shoot, Chris just brought dairy milk with mini eggs in it, like a chocolate bar. With well, it was on your recommendation. Yeah, and it's so and, good, and we're eating it. And I'm but I've had it before, and I agree. Onions. <clears throat> we've been holding, we've been holding some information back from you. We've been keeping a secret from you. Mm-hmm. We're three men who like to have a little sweet treat when we pod. Mm. We're eating chocolate. Nibbles. But we also had healthy salads and chickens yeah. and veggies for mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah. I mean, dinner. We're good. So, I mean, supper. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're having dessert. 
Well, I should mention, even 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 considering that, that we have a Patreon account. You can find it at patreon.com slash evilmen. And if you go there and sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. You can go back and listen to all the great episodes we've recorded. Some really good shit in there. There's also uh, our Discord. You get access to our Discord. <clears throat> Come on there. Chat with us. Shoot the shit. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we would be so grateful for the support if you check it out. Patreon.com slash evilmen. If you are a member, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And if you can't help us out, maybe you could rate us and review us, you know, tell your friends and all that stuff. Also, you know what I wanted to mention, too? <clears throat> we just got a message from uh, a guy called Chris who wrote us to say he really enjoyed the Ronald Reagan episode. It wasn't me. Well, especially because his dad was in the air controller, uh, air traffic controllers union from 77 to 81. So he was like, there you go. He must have been in the mix. Yeah. So he gave us a little bit of info on that. So shout out to Chris, too. I feel like something we forgot to mention in that episode, too, which was such a key thing. It wasn't necessarily, um, you know, the crack epidemic really blew up and took off during those times. And people blame CIA helping. Like, you know, there's rumors about that. We should do an episode about that. A lot of people would say there's proof um, that the CIA helped bring in crack to like yeah. and cocaine to uh you know poor neighborhoods and stuff but nancy was the one who created the whole just say no campaign right. and that was such a big deal even like as a tiny little child i remember that on the tv and even showing up in my saturday morning cartoons yeah the reagans did an intro for that um all the different Saturday morning cartoon characters were in a special yeah. anti-drug cartoon, and Ronald and Nancy did the intro for it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, Nancy, <laughs> does uh, the cartoon version of Hulk Hogan have something to say? <laughs> you guys don't remember. There was a WWF wrestling cartoon. I remember that. Whoa, I don't think I remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. You were just a Hulk slight... Hogan's Rock and Wrestle. Was that it? Yeah. Really? There was also a Mr. T mm-hmm. cartoon. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I'm starting to think Mr. T's whole life is a cartoon. Have you seen his haircut? <laughs> God. <laughs> you, know, you know what I do remember was um, the, the cartoon uh, that starred Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan. Um, who else was in it? Oh, Bo Jackson. Oh, yeah. It was called like the Pro Stars or something. Yeah, Pro Stars. Professional athletes, I guess, solved I think they crimes. had a serial, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Wayne Gretzky could... Solve how to op- open a door, let alone a crime. Oh, Mike. Back then, you t- <laughs> <laughs> Poor Wayne Gretzky. I'll get the door for him. <laughs> Mario Lemieux would open the door for him back then, Absolutely. and he hated that. Um, but back then, when we were little kids, little kids in the 80s, yeah. you couldn't have a cartoon without an accompanying cereal mm-hmm. with oh, marshmallows so in it. Isn't that funny? By the way... In our Discord, um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, but a really nice uh, person on there. <laughs> I just, I forget her name, but she's really nice. And she she wrote on the Discord, like, so what exactly is ALF? 
And shout oh, out yeah. to our friend Aaron Eves, for former guest who gave her a yeah. great Aaron took explanation us to Alf yeah. of what Alf is. But imagine being a young person these days and you just had no clue about what Alf. What are they teaching young people in the schools <laughs> if they don't know what Alf is? <laughs> I just want to say... Um, or Willie. I think it was... Um, it was nice to get like a little wake up call, like, oh yeah, Alf is super dated. It's like the end of the eighties. We were so little when it was on. Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you don't need to know Alf right now. It's well, funny. Well, to, uh, that's your opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, Aaron, I'm just joking. Well, they just rebooted <laughs> like a yo a new Night Court. Maybe they'll do like a woke Alf where Alf is <laughs> yeah. reckoning with you know his past and things he said and cats he tried to eat <laughs> yeah uh, in the 80s yeah anyway. yeah have you guys ever seen the art of the act of killing the documentary <laughs> I've heard about it I've where it's it. like the Indonesian uh, military prided themselves on finding and rooting out communists and yeah. torturing them to death and killing them yeah of course in those kind of situations it always ends up being like People just get called communists and then called into these sort right. of like mm-hmm. death uh, zones, you know, rooms with uh, what's it called, like drains in the middle of them. Oh, for all the blood. you go, what's going down that drain? Yeah. So the movie is the the documentarian is taking the guys all around. Is Alf in it? I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Torture him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a communist. Um, I actually forgot the Alf. point I was going to make now, though. <laughs> well, I talked about rebooting Alf to make it. Uh, he's, yes. He's, he's so, with in Act of Killing, the yeah. ultimate climax and haunting, haunting ending of the documentary, it's been out for a long time, so whatever, uh, is the guy who's been the main guide, they reenact what they did. Jeez. Like, it's crazy. It's almost Herzog documentary in, in the sense that he, these older ex-military guys are reenacting this. Uh, and then the guy starts, they, they go through a torture chamber type of area, and hangout headquarters place, and then the guy starts dry retching really awfully and he can't stop it and it's kind of like the hell that's the the repressed hellacious acts that he's committed from the bottom of the like the bowels of himself <laughs> can't he can't help it anymore his whole body is physically retching going uh, and he's like i don't know what's going on sorry uh, and it's fucking horrifying and Ugh. also gratifying that something at least was happening to this man after all the pain and horror he inflicted. Wow. So anyways, the reboot of ALF, <laughs> Willie shows ALF all of the cat bones and carcasses. Yeah. And then the whole first episode is ALF going, yo, I don't know. <laughs> and it's really fucking jarring. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> None of you guys saw Act of Killing, so you know I had what? to explain the whole thing. This is the only podcast that has a well-crafted joke linking Alf to the documentary The Act of Killing. <laughs> and you heard it here for here, folks. Here first, folks. <laughs> if that's not an argument for you, signing up to the Patreon <laughs> heard it here, here. I don't know what is. Exactly. Don't you want to donate to something uh, as uh, magically created off the cuff like that? We do it all the time. Uh, case in point, 
uh, Chuck Berry's toilet songs <laughs> that we just did. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. worth money. Mm-hmm. It it's is. It's worth a lot of fucking money. <laughs> We're stuck here in Canada. We didn't move to LA. Well, these jokes are worth money. <laughs> well, Mike moved to LA for a bit, yeah. but he got but he came bored. back. He yeah, came yeah. back. He got bored of the life. Yeah, I got bored of the constant, you know, fast cars, fast women. Well, uh, he got bored of trading money. exotic snakes with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're also recording again in the <laughs> present day gifts warehouse. Yes. Yeah, presentdaygifts.ca. It's the best gift basket you could ever give. We took a gander at, at some of the wares again that they get stuffed in there. There's yes. Toronto-based popcorn company. Yes. There's what's that stuff? You said it's not. Oh, Kava. Kava. It's Kava. Like a sparkling uh, wine. You Fine know? dark chocolates. Or it's like a champagne. Dark kind chocolates. Of thing. There's and so many. A little po- a book of the poetry of Pablo Neruda, who was they believe he was assassinated by poison. Oh, why? Because he made everybody fall in love so hard? Yes. Is that really there? I think there are... It's believed that he was assassinated for his political beliefs. No, I meant... Do they really have the books here? Oh, wow. Pablo Neruda. One of the best poets to ever exist. So, presentdaygifts.ca. Check out what they have. They are high-class gift baskets. They're beautiful. And thank you, Sophia, again for letting us crash here and talk about... Piss and poo and all kinds of dirty yeah. stuff. We're so sorry. Can I just say, yeah, if you're looking to give a gift basket to someone in your life who is a scumbag or a schlub, this might not be the business for you. But if you've got a high class, sophisticated, intelligent, beautiful, glamorous person in your life that you want to impress, yeah, present day gifts is the business for you. Presentdaygifts.ca is not. The gift basket place for you if you're looking for something quick to give to a guy named Barney. <laughs> no, <laughs> true, true. No, this is uh, Theodore. Get Barney a pack of cards. Yeah. yeah. Or better yet, we, you see like sometimes like a dead squirrel or a skunk on the street. Pick that up, give it to him. He's an imbecile. <laughs> he probably knows how to make a pie out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's sick, and he's not welcome in this warehouse. Uncle Barney. Yeah. Presentdaygifts.ca. Barney, you're sick. You're not welcome. Use code EVILMEN, all lowercase, one word, to get 10% off of your next gift basket. Thank you, Sophia. All right. Beep, beep. (laughs) Beep, beep. (laughs) Chris. Yeah. Christopher Law. Yeah. You chose the evil man this week. Eric the Red. He's a Viking. Oh, if you just let me finish. Whoa. You chose the evil man this week. Who oh. did you pick? Eric the Red. He's a Viking. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Vikings. Now, I'm hearing the word mm-hmm. Viking, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. this guy's not probably been around lately. Very, you hear the word Viking, and you think the, you know, the 1200s. Yeah. Well, this is actually, we're going, he was born in 950. Shit. Where were you at 950? That sounds like an oven temperature. What the? 950? What do you cook at 950? A meteor? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's just what I do. (laughs) You cook McCain fries in two minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I burnt them again. (laughs) Well, he was born Eric Thorvaldson. All right. Sometime around 950 CE. Now, do you know... CE stands for? We do, we've been through this We've sometimes. been through this, yeah. yeah say c- common era, right? Okay. And Mike thought it was Christian era. <laughs> uh, or Christ event. <laughs> Christ event. Christ event. 
he earned his nickname Eric the Red because oh he had a nosebleed. Good guess. Um, I'm going to say that he uh, uh, he killed a lot of people. Then he bathed in their blood and went woo. He had red hair, red beard, uh, red pubes. Really? How come they didn't call him like like a pirate? Like there's black beard or blue beard. How come they didn't call him uh, red pubes? I don't know. I would really love a time machine to go back and ask these giant Vikings why they didn't call their chief red pubes. <laughs> Does it say if he trimmed or let it loose? All Vikings trimmed their pubes with an axe, which was <laughs> quite fun because wow. you had to... Avoid the little stem dangler <laughs> while you trimmed your pubes. Yeah. Hey, he should have used the Manscaped uh, You're right. machine that let's get we some were all ma- sent. Let's nope. get some when money. They sponsored us. Let's get some money back from Manscaped. No mm-hmm. free advertising. Cha-ching. True. We know of Eric the Red from two separate sagas written in the 13th century. The Saga of Eric the Red mm-hmm. and the Saga of the Greenlanders. Greenlanders. Mm. That will... Prove important coming soon. Around the age of 10, we don't know much about him before that, Eric's father, Thorvald Asvoldson. Okay, remember when I did the Icelandic axe murderer yes, guy? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have fun with words in this one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all sound like the members of a uh, yeah, black metal band. Yeah. You know, Seeger Ross. Yeah. Or that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Around the age of 10, Eric's father, Thorvald Asvoldson, was found guilty of murder. He was forced to give up all his lands and was banished from Norway after a trial. That's what happens. That's awful. So, his family relocated to a new settlement in Iceland. Speaking of Sigur Ross, I believe that's Mm -hmm. where they're from. They settled in a region called Hornstrandir. Oh, it's very cool. Hornstrandir. That's like the Williamsburg of Iceland. Oh, you moved to Hornstrandir. (laughs) Cool. Ross. <laughs> I had a stopover in yeah. Iceland recently. And, yeah, uh, you got to see it from the window. I had to spend an hour in the airport. Nice. And I bought a uh, sandwich and a drink, and it came to like, it's one of those currencies where it's like, and that it will be $15,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. 15,000 kroner? Kroners? Yeah. Kroners. And I was like, I hope that's. I've heard it's very expensive. You did the Patreon uh, shout out earlier. Maybe that could be our thing. We could go and I think the three evil men hosts should at least get a day or two soaking in the hot springs of Iceland. Hell yeah. Maybe the Patreon can help us with that instead of us buying uh, chicken salads all the time. (laughs) I would love that. I would love us to go on a trip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear that? Anyways, I'm telling the story of Eric the Red. At the age of 12, Norse boys uh, were expected to take part in farming duties and help out with providing for their family. Basically, you're like a man now. Jeez. Have they even, uh, you know, hit puberty? 12, it's when, as I can recall, it's starting. Hmm. But yeah, you're not like a man at 12, but he became a man quickly. Uh, Back then, you were old, you know, when you were like 14. Michael Jackson would have hated this era. Yeah, he would have... A dry heaved uh, <laughs> continuously for years. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Starting a life from scratch in Iceland helped Eric develop skills that he would utilize in the future as a Viking adventurer. Since it was so cold up there, and uh, I thought it was 
actually quite apt that we were talking about the cold weather earlier that yeah. we're so sick of here in Canada, mm-hmm. in Toronto. Right. Um, because I was taking you to a very cold place with Eric. Mm. Um, yeah, but since it was so cold up there in Iceland and uh, has long winter months like we do here in Canada, that sucks so bad. You had to grow enough crops to help carry uh, you and your livestock through the long, dark winters. Right. So they didn't have Uber Eats. Really? No. Or they didn't have those imitation Pringles, the Lay's Stacks potato chips, <laughs> that tubes that you get at the gas station around the block. So what, just regular bags of Lay's? I guess. <laughs> it was a long time ago. The physical demands of the Viking lifestyle made him strong. Also, he He's inherited... A little, a little like a little Hercules. Yeah. A little uh, Eric the Red. Also, he inherited his father's short temper. But also, who wouldn't have a bad temper back then? Sometimes I have a temper now, and I've got it pretty nice. (laughs) That's right. I did my research enough today to even pepper in some jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Good delivery. You've got a a Bluetooth speaker. You've got, you know, know. uh, Pringles. You didn't have any of this stuff back then. I know. And yet you still lose your temper. It's I've crazy. St- I've no, started not often, but yeah. You know, I'm realizing I'm have I'm having to go gluten free. Yeah. And I'm wondering how the hell did these fucking guys deal with it when they had a gluten sensitivity? Yes. They couldn't right. just go to the bakery and the guy has gluten free bread. They either died or hopefully trial by error. Yeah. <laughs> error. They would like. <laughs> oh my god! I can't talk now. I'm just thinking about those chalk, the Cadbury's mini egg. Dairy milk is so fucking good. I'm just like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, they either died from shitting to death <laughs> or they learned what to eat by trial and error, I guess. Yeah. Right. Because even with my body now, I have some medical issues. Yep. And the things that I found out for sure I shouldn't eat, I already kind of knew mm-hmm. because your body reacts. You know, yeah. So, even, do you want me to really solve the riddle, James? Because I think I. No, it's a good point. I, I naturally, before I even went to the doctor, I naturally realized. Yeah, oh, you were pizza, <laughs> beer. I can't go near that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm imagining someone who really wants to learn about Eric the Red, just <laughs> hearing some men uh, of a certain age talking about their digestive problems. Oh my! God. If of you're here to age. really learn about Eric the Red, I mean, too late. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the fucking boat. Well, no, I'm I'm following the thread. It's. I love yeah, it. Okay, yeah. so he's he's in Iceland. Yeah, the boy farmer still growing up, getting yeah. nice and strong, and 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 taking care of things with Thorvald as his father. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, 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 life in Iceland ended up being good for Thorvald and his family. Uh, but after his death, Eric married the daughter of a wealthy family. Her name was Thodhild. Jorandstoster. Oh, she sounds hot. She probably freaking was, dude. Her name was <laughs> Thodhild Jorandstoster. Oh, Thodhild. Oh, Thodhild. 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 Yeah. Her name was Thodhild Jorandstoster. They moved to Hakandular. And That's built a, a f- beautiful place to begin a family. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. They yeah. moved to ha- beautiful Hakandular. Yeah. And built a farm... Uh, which they named Erikstater. Nice. There they started their own family. So you know what that means? They had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Bound chicken. Wow, wow. 
<laughs> That's what all porno music is like. I've been trying to have a family, baby. <laughs> Come In on, Iceland. What's your name? Come on. Come on, Thornhild. <laughs> You're in dust there. <laughs> Four of their children survived into adulthood. That's pretty good. That's hot. I know. Sounds like a litter of cats. Um, Back then, Norsemen had slaves or serfs who were called thralls. Hmm. One day, a bunch of Eric's thralls accidentally created a landslide. I don't know how they accidentally created the landslide, but oops. If your thralls create a landslide, (laughs) you may be Eric the Red. (laughs) (laughs) The landslide demolished his neighbor Valholf's house. Oh. One of Valholf's clansmen called Eolf, the Fowl, killed Eric's thralls. Oh, shit. He's got a point. So Eric killed Eolf oh. and another man named Holgami Hafran. Now he's in trouble for murder, just like his father before him. So he was forced to give up his land. And he and his family moved to an Icelandic island called Oxney. Damn. Never mind so being in Iceland. In- he's not even on Iceland anymore. He's on an island off Iceland. Because you get any more isolated, Eric. Isoland. Lated land. Yeah. No, that's what happens in the in the North. Uh, the Norse uh, people, I guess, is if they're found guilty at their trial, they get um, their land taken away and all their livelihood. And they have to start from scratch. Which sucks. So, (laughs) Norsemen were used to rebuilding their houses a lot, right? Especially the straw and clay they used because it would break down and rot because of cold weather. But they always kept their wooden frames, and uh, these frames were called setstalker. And the setstalker were elaborately carved, so like, you know, like elaborately designed and told stories and held great mystical and symbolic value. Anyways, Eric still had his uh, the set stalker that his father brought with him all the way from Norway after his murder trial. And while he was building his new home on Oxney, he trusted his friend Thorgest to look after them. Uh-oh. To look after the uh, set stalker. <laughs> Because he's building the frame, like the, uh, the rest I'm of the house. I'm imagining a sort of Three Stooges scenario uh, about to happen. Yes, I think Thorgus turned while holding the set stalker and it bonked <laughs> Eric in the head. <laughs> and then Eric called him an idiot and poked out his eyes. But according to historians, it's actually unclear whether the set stalker were actually Eric's that he took back or if they were Thorgus. So these are just big, giant, aggressive men just... Acting like big kids, you know? It's my set stalker. No, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. They're just, they're just pulling on it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it. And it breaks. And they're like, well, now neither of us can enjoy the set stalker. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric kept it. He took it and kept it. And expecting a retaliation from Thorgest, he set up an ambush for Thorgest's men if they come after him. And they did. And in the fight, Eric killed two of Thorgest's sons. All because of interior oh. design? Yeah. That is killed the fucking funny. sons, dude. Damn. That's what I'm saying. Interior design <laughs> is a cutthroat. Yeah, he shot them with a silencer in the head. <laughs> <laughs> because of you, my house isn't as beautiful as it could have been. Bury these two pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's found guilty of murder and is banished from Iceland 
all together. Oh. Not even freaking Oxney, man. Eric. This guy's like uh, Dennis Rodman. He's always getting in trouble and getting, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's also friends with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah. And, and he also was briefly Carmen married Electra. to yeah. Carmen Electra. Oh, they were married. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You might be right. Maybe they just dated. He's also in Madonna's book, Sex. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Him and v- Vanilla Ice. Ding, 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 having ding, sex ding, with Madonna. That baseline that Vanilla Ice made up is so cool. <laughs> Under pressure. So Eric convinced his peers to. Oh yeah, this is like. Oh yeah. So now we're starting to get to learn. Like he's a good. I don't know if you'd say orator, but he's charming. He can convinces people with whatever. I don't know how he did it. I picture it more arguing, but Eric convinced his peers to allow him to go into exile for three years rather than give up his land and possessions. So he spent most of this time on the ocean. And uh, his family, so he took a crew with him, and his family tended to the farm and all that stuff, still back on Oxney or whatever, or Iceland. Within 10 years of that time around uh, earlier, there was a guy named Gunbjorn Ulf Krakason who was sailing on his way to Iceland one day. Uh-oh. Yeah, and he got blown so far off course because of the crazy winds. Sailing was just so dangerous back then. Yes. Always wear a life jacket. That's the thing. That Vikings invented life jackets. <laughs> uh, he spotted a new landmass that no one had ever seen before. But he never got to it because he's being jostled about in this way and that, etc., by the sea. Hmm. But this landmass became legend around Iceland and with the Nordic people. There's a landmass over people there. Nordic? Um, or am I thinking of well, something else? I don't know. I think there's a difference between Norse and Nordic. Norse Maybe Nordic is, is, Norway is just Norway. And Nor- I think Nordic might refer to like Scandinavians. But that's they're all the, they're all these guys. That's true. I guess Norse- Iceland is Scandinavia. Well, I guess that's true. I guess I would think of Norse as like Norway descendant. Norse to me are the people that believed in Norse mythology. And they weren't locked into these countries no, way back good at point, that time. Good point. But I'm just wondering if there is a difference other than just the arbitrary political... I never political... said Nordic out loud. And wow. I always read it as Norse. So now I don't know. <laughs> you see Nordic and you say Norse. <laughs> oh, there's a Nordic spa in Toronto. Chris go. is Googling. Uh, of or relating okay. to the Germanic people of Northern Europe and especially of Scandinavia. Nordic still applies. Okay. So Nordic. here's a little bonus. Don't cut this out, Mike. Keep that as a bonus um, episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we make little episodes now called Episode Bites. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so the landmass became legend with Nordic people. Okay. And I'm using that the right way. Nordic. And now you guys know too, for sure. In 982, him, uh, Eric, and his crew set sail from Sefoskoskolsk. Oh, this one's fucked. Okay, I'm just going to say this to the audience from just a so, place. They, so they can play at home. No, it's fun though, too. Mm. And if you are a Nordic, uh, you know, background of a Nordic background, isn't this fun? Saying your old words, they're cool. <laughs> So this one is spelled S-A-E-F-E-L-L-S-J-O-K-U-L-L. Now, the J usually doesn't get pronounced, as far as I've noticed. Seifelskoljokol. It sounds like a madman having a dream about Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. This probably probably means fold-out bed. (laughs) Futon. 
<laughs> they wanted to explore this landmass spotted to the west, the legendary landmass. They traveled in a ship called an Anar, which is as opposed to the Viking, the the Norse longships, which we usually picture from. This is a bit smaller. And uh, yeah, so after sailing for about 180 miles, Eric saw the icy shoreline of what he would call Greenland. He named it Greenland. Hey. Yeah, Eric the Viking named the freaking place Greenland. He should have called it Redland after himself. Well, <laughs> once he gets there, you'll see what happens. Uh, that would be a funny. That would be funny if there was a big <laughs> island called Redland. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, in the and the island has red pubes. Oh yeah. <laughs> he spent his three years in exile there, exploring the land in the summer and taking shelter during the harsh winter. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Is this the Mythical landmass that people had been yeah. talking about. It was Greenland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you guys but know? But he actually the the one the sailor, um, gunborn Ulf Krakasen, <laughs> he didn't actually land there. He just spotted it and told right. everyone about it. And so it was buzzing for years. Ulf Krakasen must have been pissed that Eric <laughs> found it. Yeah, know? Eric got all the cred. My heart and goes it, out to Ulf Krakerson. Everyone else must be pissed too that he yeah. had a simple name like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? You get to be Eric and I'm Gunbjorn over here? You know what's an interesting uh, Greenland fact? Mm. The way our, the uh, Mercator maps look, the typical map you most often see, doesn't take the curvature of the Earth into account. So on a lot of maps you see, it makes countries in the extreme north and extreme south look way bigger than they actually oh, are. Yeah, yeah. And so Greenland in some maps looks massive. It looks like it's the size of like Africa, yeah. but it's not. It's yeah. still a really big island, it's small, but it's yeah. much smaller than in, it looks in some maps. Yeah. And also barely habitable. Yes. Um, I, I'd like to believe it's big, but <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, he's, <laughs> him and his crew spent the, the years there exploring during the summer, taking uh, bu- like buckling down in the harsh, harsh winters. And uh, yeah, he was clearly stronger than us. This guy needs to book a sunwing vacation to somewhere warm. Yes. He would have loved... Yeah, he pro- he never got to know what the Caribbean was. Yeah. I travel two thousand dot com <laughs> style one eight six six. Wow, deal! You know what? I was like actually feeling bad about how weak and pathetic we are as compared to Eric the Red and all these classic Viking giant Norse yes giant men. But yeah, they've never been to the Caribbean. Yeah, that's true. They don't even know about the delicious pleasures of a tropical beach. No, they've never suckled a popsicle on a boardwalk on a hot summer's day. They've never seen guys roller skating backwards in short shorts on <laughs> by Venice Beach in California. <laughs> they've never heard a busker singing uh, a CCR song as the sun goes down over the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> and they never saw a, a beach bum painting uh, a po- picture of a clown giving you the finger <laughs> in Venice Beach in California. Um, so first winter they okay. So this is what we were talking about. You didn't call it. Yeah. That'd be a fun movie idea. Sorry to interrupt. No, no problem. Like uh, Vikings in Venice, and it's yes. Vikings who appear on Venice Beach in well Los Angeles. It could like, be a part of the Encino yes. Man universe. And now that right. Brendan Fraser is back in um in the swing of things, maybe he could be in it. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome, and I would love to play a part in that movie. I actually did read um something about why it was named greenland when he was actually coming up towards the island it was so um the water was so full of ice that he had to go all the way around south and when he got to the like to come all the way back around down to the western tip 
It's just like ice water forever, like giant whatever, icebergs and stuff. But when you got to the west side, it kind of reminds me of Newfoundland. I don't know if you've ever been there, but St. John's, it's not inhabitable, but it clearly takes the brunt. That whole side takes the brunt of the Atlantic Ocean constantly, whereas on the west side, Cornerbrook and that like is supposed to be like the most beautiful place on earth. Ah. So that's kind of like when he came around to the west side of Greenland, it wasn't as... He did see a bunch of green on the ah. land. But also, I'll get to it later, another reason why he called it Greenland. But that's one of them. So first winter there, they spent on the island. They called... Uh, an island there called Eriksi. See, oh, here we go. He's right. not totally... He is... And when the weather warmed, they sailed up a fjord and moved inland to a place they, they named Eriksfjord. So okay, there you go. Okay, he's starting to put his stamp so on Greenland. Like pattern. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, red yeah. land. It's Greenland, yeah, yeah. but it's also home to Eriksi, Eric's Fjord. Eric's Place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eric's Pub. Welcome to Eric's World. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's wacky here. In Eric's World, during the second winter, they stayed in a place called Eric's Holmar. That's not, so Eric. Not once did he name a place Chrissington or Michaelsburg or Jamesford. <laughs> I love when you write in jokes. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of when I write a new joke for stand-up, and I haven't got it fully off the cuff yet, and I speak so differently yeah, getting it out. It's good. I don't usually come up with jokes that way because of that. Greenland was in, uninhabited, which was good for Eric since he had such a bad temper around other guys. <laughs> Greenland also had rich soil on the green parts. So, instead of going back to Iceland, where his family was tending to his farm and what have you, Eric convinced, this is a, remember I was talking about his great oratory, manipulative skills, charm, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, he convinced 500 other people, 500 other people, to come with him to Greenland instead. Wow. And I don't know how he convinced them. I figure he told them that he would get them McDonald's or something. <laughs> Shows you that his brain... <laughs> I know, I feel like I'm reading a script for the debaters no, right it's now. it's good. It, I, uh, genuinely, it's good. <laughs> it shows you that his brain was as mighty as his brawn. I don't know if I would have taken him up on the offer. It, it is, it's not quite, but it almost is, is like being like, you know, hey, let's I'll move to Mars, you know? I mean, it must have seemed like that. You have to travel over the ocean and it's now, uninhabited. for the reason that historians think that he really called it Greenland. And this has been the speculation for most of history. Did he sneeze? And then... To make it sound more appealing oh to prospective God. settlers. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Hmm. He's like, Greenland, the greenest land of all the world. <laughs> right. And then it's like Baffin Island. Uh, but haven't we always joked growing up like Iceland's green and Greenland's ice? Yeah, and that's yeah. not true. It's because it's of Eric the Viking tricked too. everybody. That's yeah, really Iceland's, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, that's really genuinely if so, that is the... So it was like a con. And, yeah. and it is true, like a bunch of the settlers made it over there. and uh, But some of them didn't make it. They either went and turned back. Yeah. This oh. isn't green. Yeah. Fuck you, Eric. Um, the beep, brochure looks... Beep. The Viking ship's backing up and going back to Iceland. <laughs> My wife is quite upset ever since we landed here, Eric, and I'd like our, our full refund. <laughs> Eric, where's the green you were talking well, about? Well, it's not green because it's winter. It's July, Eric. Please, come into Eric's pub and have a seat in Eric's chair. <laughs> <laughs> have some fresh Eric's beer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, some, so some of the settlers may, uh, got there and set up colonies in oh, Nook and 
Quackor Talk. Nook is still there. I, yeah, I, and weirdly and, went in a Google. And I think Quackor yeah. Talk is still there as well. That's the present day name. I don't know. Yeah, ah. and built those the, the Viking longhouses that you may have seen in like history books and stuff. Yeah, like the yeah, using stone rather than wood. Uh, because that's what they had there. Eric built his home at the head of Eric's Fjord and lived there as the chief of this new settlement. Wow. The Greenlander. Okay, so f- I'm going to say. Uh, mm, no. Sorry. <laughs> I'll get to that. The Greenlanders set up very successful fishing, farming, and trade. They had tons of animal pelts to sell to Icelanders and Norwegians, polar bear furs, seal pelts, Whoa. caribou skins, arctic fox furs, all valuable and used to trade for timber and other items. The Greenlanders would also, I think this is really interesting. Mm. We never would have known about this if I didn't look up this information. <laughs> this is so crazy. The Greenlanders would sell narwhal tusks and tell to like Europeans and tell them they were unicorn horns. Oh wow. <laughs> so Europeans or the ancient Germanic people would be like, buy Odin's beard. They have unicorns on Greenland and buy them all up. And they grind them down and use them for medicinal purposes. It's hard Dude. to believe narwhals are real. <laughs> are I like know. Seals they with actually, giant long yeah. horns or I don't know if they're walrus-like. They're whales. They're whales. Yeah. Imagine going on like, um, hey, we booked a package tour. We're going to Greenland. We're going to go unicorn watching. And you get there and you d- don't see any unicorns. You just see a bunch of huge, hairy, stinky men. <laughs> uh, can you guys show me? Huh? <laughs> Is there unicorns here? Yeah, um, I was told that there were unicorns here. <laughs> uh, it's these Vikings. That way. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> um, I'll give you a unicorn horn. <laughs> um, yeah, so they would buy them from, grind them up for medicinal purposes, and they treasured right. them also as proof of the legendary unicorn. Which is funny because if you think about around ten thousand CE or whatever, there was legends of unicorns with people. Yeah, like, yeah, you never know when that. I mean, crap there's probably pe- people today who still believe in them. There's well, elves and giants are making a comeback. In I mean, America, I'm sure there's yeah. more people than ever that believe in unicorns <laughs> by the sound of the news. The Mexican president, yeah, Mexican president thinks he saw an elf, right? He posted that. He saw a scary creature in a yeah. tree. I love that. <laughs> I, wouldn't it be awesome if some scientist is like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but elves are real. <laughs> I love it. Would be amazing. I can't believe I'm saying this. Scientist. It's not professional of me to it's, say it. It's a but press conference with a scientist and the president of Mexico <laughs> making it. <laughs> we literally caught an elf. I can't believe it, but they are real. Anyway. So at this point, I want to say, for a lot of the intensity of who Eric the Red was, we've covered. He's right. getting older now. So he hasn't killed anyone for quite a while, I noticed. No, he did those right. murders back in the day and yeah. then turned more into adventure. I mean, I don't know what he was like as a chief of a crew. Mm. Right. I don't know how vicious he was to his thralls, as they were called. But I didn't get any specific detail on that. But the rest of the information I have is still very, very interesting to me. And I feel like you guys would like it too, because you've heard of Leif. Leif Erikson? Yeah. Yes. So that's his one of his sons. So there's some interesting stories about his... So, okay, I'll just continue on. But I just want to say, 
Let's put Eric on the shelf for now, for now, and look sure. at his uh, his children for a Good sec. Good night, Eric. Can I ask <laughs> when he went to Greenland? Did he ever bring his family back from Iceland to the to Greenland? Uh, yeah, they all he moved oh, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was like, I'm going out for uh, a pint of unicorn uh, juice. Horns <laughs> juice. Uh, <laughs> and he never returned. Well, I think. He kept one guy stayed on Iceland looking after his farm named Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to his farm on Iceland. That's a histor- historical quandary. The travel bug continued on in Eric's family, and his famous son, Leif Erikson, became world renowned for being the first European to set foot in North America. He was inspired to travel west because of the lack of trees in Greenland. Right. Actually, Sounds, but timber was a big deal. Like they needed it. That's where all their trade was mostly for. Uh, the fact they lived in Greenland and mostly only had stone to build with, yeah, they relied on trade, like I said, for timber and stuff. Eric's other children went on the journeys with life as well. His sons Thorvald, Thorstein, and his daughter Freydis. Now, I really like the name Thorstein because it makes me think, man, what if Thor was Jewish? <laughs> Thorstein. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> that we have a good. we have an old friend who does stand up whose his joke is <laughs> Spider-Man is Jewish cuz and he says his name quickly, Spider-Man. But we should tell him about Thorstein. He Thorstein. could add it to the You are summoned to Thor Thorstein's bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the only one of his kids that has a bar mitzvah. They called North America when they got there Vinland. Eric was supposed to be the great adventurer who discovered it himself, but just before they embarked on uh, the journey, he fell off his horse. Ooh. And he's an older dude now, and so he just it's hurt. Yeah. So yeah. he decided to leave the adventuring to his children. So this is where we continue on for a bit, if you don't mind. So, so Leif arrived in Newfoundland. Yeah. The children sailed past two land masses first before touching down in North America. Leif named one Heluland which meant land of stones or flat stones land, which historians think uh, now is Baffin Island. Wow. And the second one was a large land of vast forests, which he named Markland, meaning woodland, which is thought to be Labrador. Do you think that as as the boat approached Labrador, he started hearing a little bit of fiddle music and the sounds of laughter and talking coming from a kitchen? Yeah, he heard someone sing Dirty Old Town. <laughs> now, do you have friends that live in Labrador? No. Or uh, Baffin Island? No. Because if you do, no offense, but Leif and the Viking crew thought uh, both those places were too ho- hospitable to stop, so they kept going. Ha <laughs> <laughs> suckers! Uh, he named where he landed Vinland because there were grapevines everywhere. It's disputed where he first landed, Canada, or some say he went as far up into Cape Cod. Uh, but I thought he landed on Newfoundland proper. See, I'm like, don't even take this shit away from Canadians. Yeah, like I, I, I went to the Canadian... We're not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Apologies. But no, I'm with you. Mm. It made me mad. I think I was reading uh, an American article because they're like, you, they don't know if he got to Canada or made it all the way to Cape Cod. And you're like, fuck you, dude. It wasn't <laughs> just Canada. You guys Stupid are a idiot. long way to go. You guys yeah. are a pair of Leaf Erickson truthers. Yes. <laughs> yes. This episode should be called Leaf Erickson Truthers. Anyways, uh, they can't claim Cape Cod for sure to us, much to our 
Canadians joy because the only real proof of a North Norse village in North America is Lance O'Meadows in Newfoundland. Yeah. And I want to say one time I like I've always loved the idea that there's an there's an old ancient uh, Viking village up there. And it's on the northern tip because one time I was in St. John's for about 10 days. I was doing two weekends at the old Yuck Yucks comedy club there. And so I had three or four days off in between. And I was like, ah, I'll rent a car and I'll take a day trip to this Viking village. I never got there. It's 16 mm. hour drive oh, north. Shit. Newfoundland is bigger than you think. Wow. 16 hour drives north from, uh, I think it's about that, from St. John's. Yeah. So I never got to see it, but it's there in Canada. Leif Erickson's old place or whoever. Uh, they returned to Greenland with tons of timber and grapes. <laughs> Eric's children traveled back and forth more and more, staying at settlements and exploring. They even met, traded, and fought with Native Americans whom they called Skraelings. Thorvald, remember Thorvald? Yes. The other brother? Was even shot and killed by a native with a bow and arrow. Damn. Wow. Did, That's some nice history. A Viking was arrowed to death here. Did Thorstein open the first synagogue in Newfoundland? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like... I, I For some reason, I don't know why. Props to... Um, mm our indigenous community uh, that, uh, you know, Canada is their first it's the home and defenders, and you killed a freaking Viking here, man. Think about that. That is pretty good. I mean, yeah. Uh, Freydis, who was the sister, did I say that? Yes. Yeah. Um, she was what a sister. Yeah. She, was she had, like, long, crazy, wild, flowing red hair like mm -hmm. Eric as well, and she mm -hmm. was... Apparently just as brave and hot-tempered as her father. And she led voyages... But you were going to say, apparently she's just as brave and hot as her father. <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently she stood up against a bunch of Skraelings, as they say. And she did this one time. Like, she was surrounded. And she bared her breast and um. pounded her sword against her chest and screamed at them. And they backed off and were like, it's cool. I guess that's a legend in nice. one of the sagas. Because I don't know how you would know that like, story. Oh, that's cool. And they're like, yeah. there's something wrong with her. Yeah. Uh, don't treat your breast like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful. Uh, she also murdered a bunch of people when her crew refused to do stuff and do it. And hmm. So, Freedus. yeah. So, there's, so Eric set up camp in Greenland and then his, his children did all this exploring hmm. that is still historians study in the sagas to this day. Ultimately, historians think the Greenlanders didn't set up a permanent settlement in Vinland because, uh, um, tr like, the, uh, Welcome to Vinland. I'm Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> Trade was probably a lot better with Europe, and Greenland's population was too small to have a section break off to, to right. form a permanent settlement anyways, right. and they would be outnumbered by the quote-unquote Skraelings anyways. Right. Um, but I guess the trade wasn't going that well with them anyway. So they they discovered they the first Europeans to set foot on North America and then were like, eh, and just took off. Wow. Bye. Yeah, but then they took off from Greenland too. Uh, I'll get to that. Three years after Leif made his voyage to Vinland, Eric died. Aww. He may have died from an epidemic that passed through Greenland or from some sustained injuries, injuries that he sustained from the horse fall. Horse fall. Watch out. He passed on his title of Chief of the Greenlanders to his son, Leif. 
The settlements in Greenland is what I was going to say. Chief Leaf. Yeah, <laughs> Chief Leafa. The settlements in Greenland were eventually abandoned, probably due to climate changing for the worse and the weather becoming more inhospitable and the changing tastes of what the Europeans wanted regarding trade. Mm. So there you go. So very the first half of his life, very intense. He's a savage, brutal man, hot-tempered, yeah. killed neighbors, killed neighbors' serfs. <laughs> Thralls killed sons without killed sons without giving a shit thought yes. and stealing the guys. Uh, it was probably that guy's. Um, what's it called? Oh, his piece of masonry or whatever. Yeah, yeah. his set stalker. <laughs> he didn't even know if it was his or not. He's just like, give me that, and then killed the dude's son. So he was a brute man, but That's then he my son, you're killing. But then he had this. He just <laughs> had lust for adventure. And more. There's got to be more out there. And he did the whole Greenland thing. So, just uh, just a little addendum here. Yeah. Uh, BBC and NPR, at least, say that oh. Vinland was a Newfoundland. There yeah. you go. And apparently, the Viking settlement in the northern tip of Newfoundland they did not discover until 1960. Well, yeah. So I think it's been very recent that they realized uh, that Leaf. I think it was it like unearthed there. too. Like I think mm. it was buried. Yeah, under it was archaeologists mound. found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, pretty wild. I remember because I was like really excited. I really wanted to go on that trip. That would be really cool. Um, talk about yeah. coming from away. These Vikings <laughs> coming from Greenland, coming from Iceland uh, to Newfoundland. Yeah, who knew that it would be th- uh, like a thousand years later, and Newfoundland would be. Repopulated again by a bunch of drunk Irishmen. <laughs> History is amazing. And even though I said that, I love Newfoundland. Don't kill me. I love you. Even though you guys hate us from Toronto. <laughs> so there you go. So half and half. You get intense, psycho Eric, and then you get the adventurer. And I also... Uh, that was a fun... Uh, genuinely, it was a fun journey. In my, I, yeah. I feel like I lived a little movie in my head. Me too. Mm-hmm. Great job, Chris. Thank Thanks. you, Chris, for telling us the story. I also liked learning about like one of our heroes slash evil men's like spillage. Like I like that his his offspring kept up the uh, the Viking adventuring. It is. I mean, I'm sure. And they were crazy. They killed people like crazy for sure. I'm yeah. leaving a lot of that stuff out, but yeah, like all Vikings were ran out on che- uh, bills at yeah. restaurants. Probably his daughter yeah. made um, smoked joints while they were taking a bath. Maybe that's why it was Greenland. Oh shit, dude! Weedland. Maybe. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, how does that Dr. Dre? Uh... Oh, never mind. I was never mind. Great job. <laughs> that because of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre did a tour yeah. of Greenland that's sponsored by like um. A weed company. Maybe yeah. Be Real. Bing, 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 Like tonight in Nook. Tonight in Nook, it's Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's what I was trying to find. Yeah. Still. Okay. Still in Nook. That was fantastic. Very interesting. I love the old ancient Norse stuff. It's pretty crazy. But that was not mythology. That was real. That was a real dude. Real dude. But notice that mythology still made its way into it. He named all his kids Thorstein, Thor, uh, Thor, Thorberg. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, is it time to pull out the evilometer? Oh, here he comes on a little long boat. Oh, wow. And what's that? He's pointing down. Oh, he's got red pubes. Oh, evilometer. Evilometer. It's rude. And he's got, oh, he's, he's trying to sell us some unicorn horns. Yeah, we weren't born yesterday, buddy. Yeah, we're not paying those prices for narwhal horns. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. When I was beating his breast with a sword. Oh, we don't want stinking narwhal horns. Yeah, those suck. Those suck. <laughs> <laughs> James, what are you going to give? Yeah, James, you red? go. You never go. Well, it seems to me the only really really bad things he did we know about is he killed a few people, <laughs> killed a couple sons. I guess he owned... Yeah surfs but i mean it's pretty different time and place so that's the thing i can't give him too high a number yeah i'd say i don't know 1.4 wow for multiple murders yeah but it was <laughs> you had to be there that's what i'm gonna say too yeah i'm gonna give him a two just right. because you know when in rome i guess yeah. life was just altogether more brutal and like uh yeah violent back then yeah yeah, yeah. and also his dad was a murderer and all they do is when you're found guilty of murder they make you move yeah yeah it's really not a huge deterrent so like shows Mike, you, you that just yeah. moved i know it yeah, wasn't yeah. fun but at the no, same time i didn't kill time, anybody didn't kill anybody are you right. sure well, stay tuned <laughs> um yeah i kind of yeah. like eric the red and yeah i it was a fun story it's not, kind of romantic he went and discovered a new island uh you know, and I feel cold. Settlements there, got trade going. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Feels makes me feel so cold thinking of all these just different cold places yeah. he went You're to. You're a classic beach bunny or or a snowbird. It was, snowbird. It yeah. was perfect. You got to admit, perfect subject matter for our winter that keeps hanging on, even yeah. though we're well into March now. But please, Chris, next time you do one of these, please pick someone from Hawaii or uh, Barcelona. Okay. Um, All so, right. So point give, taken. So I give a 1.4. Chris gave a two. two. Michael, Michael, Michael. Eric the Red. What does he mean to me? And how do I feel about his actions and deeds? Um, yeah, he did kill a handful of people. He killed someone over some, uh, some like a piece of furniture, which is weird. Although if you've ever been to Ikea and you're fighting over the last... Um, Sofa with another family. Yeah, I can imagine wanting to kill them. Me too. Um, so I or your, you know, they always say couples have fights in IKEA. Oh yeah, you know, you might want to kill your own. Ah. yeah, significant other. <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna give a four point six. Yeah, that also makes sense to me. Yeah, I gave him a two because you could have still been maybe a bit more diplomatic. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. You know what, I'll give him a 4.5, because he never uh, introduced me to Fritis, his his daughter with the famous... Mike, do you have a crush on Fritis? No. Oh, I guess I outed myself there. Wow, Mike has a crush. It's, it's like a scene from G.I. Jane, what you described, Chris. Banging the tit? <laughs> do you think the U.S. Army has any sort of secret weapon program that uses that uh, tactic? Um... Banging, banging a, a tit with a sword, or like a robot. It'd be like a deadly robot or a drone these with days. just one boob coming out of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is the same, but I've noticed that when a woman exposes her breast to me, and doesn't necessarily pound it, right? Mm-hmm. But sort of wi- like 
holds it and bounces it up and down. Right. Mm-hmm. Go on. Something must happen because it feels like <laughs> it feels like sonic waves go through my head and make me so dizzy Whoa. that I can't function. Maybe that's the Havana syndrome. <laughs> that's that's what's yeah. Going that's on. what's happening yeah. in Havana to the, all those diplomats. Someone's waggling their breast outside yes. the building. Well, we solved it. Yeah. That's why you should subscribe to our Patreon. We're solving all of the world's ills <laughs> and making up funny songs. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for joining me, Chris. It's been another great episode of The Thorstein Files. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 